At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 655 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What is going on, everyone? Happy Fade the Public Friday. The weekend is almost here. I can taste it. I can smell it. I can feel it. And you know what that means, guys. The first official big weekend of the NFL, obviously, college football. We have a ton going on right now, uh, and I'm excited to break it all down with you today. we got a ton to get to. I have six Major League Baseball bets that I want to share with you guys today. Two bets in college football for tonight. Some contrarian opportunities here with some line freeze type action I'm excited to share. Uh, I do have another addition to our UFC card, Biting in the Arena, in addition to uh, our girl Martinez with some sharp movement, minus 150 to minus 175. Added one more information-based bet with a very, very, very contrarian favorite with some reverse line movement. We'll finalize our NFL card going into the weekend, as well as finalizing our college football card going into the weekend. We shared a few college football games yesterday, including uh, Stanford, which has a fantastic low bets, higher dollars bet split. Everyone on USC, but line going to Stanford with the money. Georgia State, Texas, if that's a hold your nose and you got the cojones to take Texas plus 21 if they get to the key number of 21. But then I was doing some more research for my card to try to finalize my card for tomorrow, and I found two really, really sharp fade the trendy dog opportunities where we have some very short favorites who the public wants nothing to do with. They're taking the points. I'll share with you those two plays uh, when we uh, finish up the pod here today. So a lot to get to on a Friday, baseball, college football, NFL, UFC on episode 655 on a big fade the public Friday. So looking back to our last night, guys, 
Good news, bad news. And anytime anyone asks you that, what do you always say? I always say, give me the bad news first. I'll take it. Uh, and then uh, at least I know I got something good coming on the back end. Well, the bad news was the Rams did not show up for us at all. They got absolutely rolled in that one, 31 to 10. I guess it's okay for my Buffalo over 11.5 win total. Now we only need 11 more wins this year. But, man, Buffalo Bills look like the real deal. Uh, really just frustrating because, you know, Stafford throwing picks, uh, really got not get, getting anything uh, generated there offensively. Uh, and Cooper Cup, you know, still put up some numbers, which was kind of ironic going into the game uh, or into the season. I think his, his uh, totals were way lower than last year. So uh, maybe Cup is the one guy you can always count on. But, guys, that's a play that I don't really regret too much, obviously. You know, you take plus two and a half, you lose by 21. You're like, okay, that wasn't a great bet. But remember, we always uh, kind of quantify our bets, not just based on the outcome, but based on the closing line. Because if you guys notice this, even though we lost the Rams, I'm not going to kick myself that much. That line actually closed at Rams getting two. If you saw or noticed that late movement, the Rams, when we were uh, doing the pod yesterday, were plus two and a half. They ended up closing at plus two. So that late movement did go to the Rams. Obviously, they just didn't play well, and uh, we got a loss of that one. Now, I'm kicking myself, too, because I kept thinking about that sharp under 52. I laid off because I was seeing so much offense here. I was worried about maybe these flag-happy referees based on the illegal contact. Uh, But I don't know if anyone did take a contrarian under to start the year. Uh, we did have a contrarian under win last night. Under 52, it lands on 41. So congrats if you had the under. And that's something we're going to monitor all year, those primetime unders. And in terms of Buffalo, guys, you tip your cap. Public nailed it. Really didn't have to outsmart themselves on that one. Even though the betting line came the other way, the bills come through. So they look like a pretty damn good team, if you ask me. Uh, but remember, as a contrarian better, you know, place a uh, play like last night, the, the odds makers, the books, they took a huge hit. Everyone took Buffalo. Buffalo won and covered, so you tip your cap to the public. Public got us on Buffalo. But overall, uh, overall, guys, so that was the bad news. The Rams didn't come through for us. The good news, we still had a winning night, 2-1 plus 0.43 units. My favorite one of all, the Connecticut Sun. Who's playing WNBA? What a great win outright by the Connecticut Sun, 72-63, to punching their ticket to now face the Aces in the finals. But remember, that was public on Chicago, yet they fell 4.5 down to 4. Told us some respected money was hitting Connecticut. Connecticut ends up winning the game outright. So nice hit there with the Sun. And I'm also kicking myself because that was a sharp under I didn't play. And I even mentioned it was a late series under. Uh, The under did cash. So, you know, betting, it's always about the plays you make that you win or lose. But then the plays that you don't make, you always regret it when a play you kind of highlight or think about or lean on, but you don't uh, fully send it in. Uh, that, that, that ends up winning. Sometimes that can be frustrating. But I'll take the positive and say, hey, we're reading that market correctly. And then for my buddy Darush. The White Sox absolutely rolling for the team last night. 14-2 to win. Uh, Cease had another great start there, uh, so we did get that White Sox winner. So couldn't get the Rams, but still had a profitable night on the Market Insights pod. 2-1 and one plus 0.43 units. So that being said, guys, let's start to dive into our slate for today. Real quick before we do, housekeeping as always, uh, a lot's going on at VEASAN. we got a lot of changes. I think they're all for the better. Uh, but you may not know exactly you know, what we're offering right now because there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes giving uh, more and more and better and better content here. So first thing you got to do, sign up for the VEASAN Daily. It's now called the VEASAN Daily, but in my eyes, it'll always be the newsletter because uh, that's when I started at VEASAN and uh, actually I uh, had a tryout there. It uh, was three years ago uh, with my guy, Bill Adi. He said, I said, hey, you know, get, let me have a shot to write, writing the newsletter. If it, if it goes well and you like what I do, hire me. And that's kind of the opening into VEASAN. So again, it'll always be the newsletter to me. But anyway, sign up for the VEASAN Daily. 
best sports betting information you're going to wake up to every single morning. Uh, you're going to have a rundown of all the uh, top games that day, all of our VEASAN Pro articles, my sharp report uh, for college football today, deep dives into all the NFL games for week one, college football, uh, all of our pro tools, picks, and tips listed as well, promos for legal sportsbooks. And we let off today with quite a bit of information on our new VEASAN player prop analyzer, which is great. Uh, because uh, Cooper Cup did go over and Allen Robinson did go under. So those are noted in our prop analyzer. But a lot of great, great information from Steve Mackinnon, from Dave Tooley, from the whole crew here, and as well as the Circa uh, betting contest here, the Friday Football Invitation, uh, which is going to be on Maddie Human's new show, which I'm excited about as well. So sign up, beeson.com slash newsletter. Wake up every day to some great sports betting information. Also, if you guys don't know, I don't I don't sleep anymore because I got a new pod here, the Morning Bets, the Veasan Daily Morning Bets comes out around 6:30 a.m. Eastern time and you can always wake up to that every single morning. It'll be tweeted out from the Veasan account at Veasan Live. You can find it on uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, anywhere you get your podcast. That is my new 10 to 15 minute pod. You wake up as you're making your coffee and your bacon and eggs. What do I need what do I need to know about for today? Uh, so it's not as in-depth as Market Insights. That'll kind of be uh, kind of the, the big pot as always. This one, the, the aim is, hey, I don't have a lot of time. Tell me what I need to know about today's betting slate. So again, you can always check out the Morning Bets podcast, and it'll be linked in the newsletter. If you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, become a VEASAN member. Find out everything that we're now offering with our new and improved subscription product. It's less than 70 cents a day if you become a member. Just go to vsin.com slash subscribe. You'll get all those pro tools, all the best bets from all your favorite people at vsin, actionable insights and tips, uh, everything you need there to help you make a smart bet, as well as a live stream of all the vsin shows. So that's vsin.com slash subscribe. Then lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter's where we stay plugged into a real-time market, constantly moving, constantly evolving, constantly changing. You hear me say it all the time, but... It's not just you know what side or total you like, but when you get down. And information is breaking all the time that could affect our bet. And Twitter's the place where we get that info first. So get on Twitter, follow at Live, the mothership. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at vcin.com. Questions, comments, suggestions. Got to get referred to a new sports book. You need an app to track your bets. You got questions about the new VEASAN product here, uh, whatever it may be, my goal is to help you in any way that I can. So feel free to reach out at Josh underscore insights, Twitter or Josh at VEASAN.com. So with that being said on a big fade, the public Friday guys, let's get after it again. Couldn't get the Rams, but still a good night. Two and one plus 0.43 units. Let's see if we can have a big Friday going into a huge weekend here. So I want to start off with some major league baseball. I'm going to save uh, the two plays I have on the two college football games for tonight uh, for the second half of the pod. But I was looking at that Major League Baseball slate. And again, keep grinding baseball, guys. Don't give it up. We have had a pretty good year. And now is the time where I think we can really start to make some hay because we kind of know who's in, who's out, who's motivated, who has something to play for, as well as our betting systems that have a huge sample size now at this point. So with that being said, my six bets today, guys, I'm going to start off with a 705 game, Washington and Philly. And I'm going to make a value play but not a sharp play. Give me the Philadelphia Phillies in this one, guys. I bet the Phillies at minus 210. Now, the first thing I noticed about this is it's not a sharp play because a lot of books did open Philly at home as high as like a minus 230 favorite. Now they're down to minus 210, minus 205. So you are seeing a little bit of money hitting Washington here, opening like plus 210. Now they're like plus 195. So I got to admit, Washington money came in. But as we always talk about, you know, we always want to be with these sharp line moves. You only want to be very selective to go against them. To me, baseball is one sport where uh, maybe that's, you know, I'm, I, again, I don't want to do it all the time, but if you pick our spots, we did it the other night. What was that sharp 
What was that value play but not sharp? Let me go back in my notebook here. Um, wow, it was Philly the other night. So it was Philly again. Yeah, it was Philly minus 160 back on, what was that, Monday or Tuesday. But anyway, uh, same thing here. Don't do it all the time, but pick your spots. I'm going Philly at minus 205. I'll tell you why. Very simple answer. Patrick Corbin. Patrick Corbin's on the bump here uh, for Washington. He's actually pitched a little better recently, but he's still 6-17, 6.28 ERA. Uh, versus Philly, he's 0-2 this year. In two starts back in um, uh, June, he gave, he went. Uh, it was a 10 to one loss. He went three innings, gave up nine runs to the Phillies, and then back uh, about a month ago, he lost in a game 11 to five. Went 0.2 innings, gave up six runs. So Washington, uh, in terms of you know facing Corbin versus Philly, Philly's really had Corbin's number. Uh, Philly is 25 and 16 against left-handed pitchers this year. On the bump for Philly is Thor Syndergaard, uh, eight and nine, 4.07 ERA. But we have seen, again, this line fall, but I think it's a good opportunity to kind of buy low on Philly at this point. Put it to you this way, if Corbin beats me, I'll tip my cap to Corbin. But my angle here with Philly, why I'm comfortable you know, buying low on this deflated price, even though the line moved a little bit to Washington, is the motivational angle. Uh, you look at the Nats, they're completely out of it. They're eliminated. Now Philly, they are holding the number three wildcard spot in the NL. So they have motivation to play well and can get into the playoffs here. You know, we do know that Bryce Harper's back as well. So this lineup is looking, you know, pretty damn good. Uh, but also if you look at Philly, they're 52 and 37 as a favorite. They're 41 and 31 at home. And as I mentioned, they rake against lefties, 25 and 16. Meanwhile, Washington, 41 and 78 as a dog, 27 and 42 on the road, 35 and 43 against righties. And oh, by the way, Philly has had Washington's uh, number all year. Philly is 10 and 2. Head-to-head against Washington. They played 12 games. Phillies won 10 of them. And both teams are hitting uh, about 253, but a better team ERA for Philly. 3.89 versus 5.03. And also, looking at bullpens, uh, bullpen here for Philly is a little bit more rested. Last three games, they've pitched 10 innings versus 13 innings for Washington. So fully admit, line dipped a little bit toward Washington, but with Corbin on the bump, with Philly great against lefties, Philly motivated, I'm going Philly in this one, guys. Give me the Phillies at minus 205. Next play for me, I'm going to take a shot on the Guardians. I feel like I bet the Guardians a lot. I don't know what it is about Cleveland, uh, but I'm going to give them a shot here tonight. Uh, this kind of jumps out to me as a little bit of reverse line movement, a little bit of a uh, you know divisional dog with a line move opportunity. For all intents and purposes, Cleveland, Minnesota, it's a pick'em type game. You know, you're looking across the market, it's kind of minus 105. Some shops are a little more to Minnesota, like minus 110. But this game opened... Uh, like minus 110, minus 115 Minnesota, and it's pretty much a pick now at this point. So uh, this is a huge game for both teams. Uh, these teams are fighting to win the AL Central. Right now Cleveland is up one and a half games. But what I like about Cleveland, a little bit of line movement in their favor. They're a divisional dog. Uh, you also look at the pitching matchup. I think it favors Cleveland you know, bigly here, at least I hope, knock on wood. But Cal Quantrill, who's been really good for the Guardians, uh, he came over, and I think the Clevenger deal uh, a few years ago. But Quantrill is 11 and five with a 3.55 ERA, and versus Minnesota on 6.29, it was a 7-6 win. But Quantrill went eight innings, three earned runs, and Quantrill uh, is, has a 2.20 ERA since August 1st. And in his last 11 starts, Cleveland is uh, 10 and one in those ele- last 11 starts for Quantrill. Meanwhile, Dylan Bundy, eight and six, 4.34 ERA. So the fact that we're having you know kind of a pick'em number, it's moving toward Cleveland a little bit, and Cal Quantrill's been great. That gives me some confidence here to grab Cleveland. Cleveland is five and uh, six and five head to head against uh, against Minnesota this year. Um, and then you also look at um, a couple things in terms of bats, about even. They're both hitting about 250, but Cleveland has a better team ERA, 3.61 versus 4.00. And the last three games with the bullpen, 
advantage Cleveland. Only 10 innings pitch versus 13.1 uh, for Minnesota. So basically a pick em price, but I've seen a little movement here toward Cleveland. I, I would give the pitching advantage to Cal Quantrill, who's been great. I'm taking a shot on the Guardians, guys. I got the Guardians shop around. Uh, I got them at minus 105. Uh, next play for me. Going to take a shot on a dog here. I'm going to go Arizona Snakes. The Snakes are on the road at Colorado. And I've seen a line movement here toward Arizona. Public really doesn't know what to do. It's 50-50 down the middle, but this line is dropping toward Arizona. Colorado opened at home uh, about a minus-120 favorite. They've kind of stayed minus-120, but some shops have dipped a little bit closer to minus-115. So it looks like the line is dipping a little bit toward the Snakes. Uh, Snakes would be a divisional dog in a high total game, total in this one of 10. Looks like there was some under money. It's a course field game, but it was 11 down to 10 to the total. Uh, so again, looks like some under money. But Kyle Davies, two and four, 3.74 ERA versus uh, facing Herman Marquez, eight and 10, 4.86 ERA. Kyle Davies has been pretty good. Five and one his last six starts, Arizona, when he's pitching. He's given up one earned run or less in his lat in um, in his all of his last four starts. So Davies has been pitching well. Uh, Arizona is pretty much out of the uh, you know the playoff contention here, even though they're not technically eliminated. But they're 65 and 71. Colorado's uh, 59 and 79. Still dealing with a bunch of injuries here, uh, and you do have a much better rested bullpen for Arizona. Last three games they've pitched 7.1 innings. Last three games for Colorado, 12.1 innings. So I don't know if you're going to get many good relievers for Colorado. Maybe that's an advantage to Arizona. And by the way, Arizona playing good baseball. They're 9-4 and four their last 13. So uh, I'll take this divisional dog, a little bit of plus money here. Again, around plus 110 down to you know some shops are like plus 105, plus 107. I'm going Arizona. Hopefully Davies can continue to pitch well. Give me the snakes. I got the snakes at plus 106. Uh, next play for me. I got a lot of late games here. I got to play on all three 940 late games. So first one for me, let's go Dodgers. I'm sweating the Dodgers. I talked about this one in the uh, the Morning Bets podcast. But I'm going to back Dustin May against Steve Clevenger. Dodgers opened as around a minus 145 road favorite at San Diego. Now they're up to minus 155, minus 160. So some good movement in favor of the Dodgers. Uh, the other thing that I like about uh, Dodgers here, both had the day off, take the favorite. Very simple system, but 66% this year would match with the Dodgers. Favorite who made the playoffs opponent did not, 64%. Another match there uh, for the Dodgers. And you look at Dustin May, I like this kid. He was uh, hurt for a while. He's sideshow Bob if you have never seen his hair. Uh, but he's 1-2, 4.50 ERA. Clevenger, 5-6, and 3.96. Um, but if you look at uh, just about a week ago, his last start, Dodgers beat San Diego 9-4. Clevenger went 3.1 innings pitch, gave up five runs. So the Dodgers lit up Clevenger just about a week ago. Hopefully that continues tonight. Dodgers have had the number of San Diego. They're 10-3 and head-to-head against the pods this year. Dodgers are hitting 261 versus 241 for San Diego and a much better team ERA, 2.88 versus 3.88. The Dodgers are also 93-58 and as a favorite. They're 45-24 and on the road, and they're 66-29 and against righties. And they also have the rested pen. Uh, last three games, 8.2 innings pitched versus 10.2 for San Diego. So I think we're getting a good number here on the Dodgers. You get the Dodgers anything under minus 200. I think it's just like an auto consideration. Uh, but I like this play. I like this line move. Give me the Dodgers. I got the Dodgers at minus 155. Next play for me. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm a little worried. Giolito, he's not been the most reliable pitcher this year. But this team cashed for us with a 14-2 win last night. Darush, I'm going back to the Southsiders. Give me the Southsiders. They opened minus 150 on the road. They're up to around minus 160. So I've seen movement in favor of Chicago. They'd also match a uh, a favorite low total. So total in this one is 7.5. It is juiced up. Some books are going up to 8 here. Uh, but a lot of system matches. Non-division road favorites, 61%. Would match with Chicago. 
Favorite who made the playoffs, opponent didn't, 64% as well. Uh, motivational angle, you have the uh, Oakland A's who are terrible and have really not much to play for versus the White Sox who are motivated. They're only a game and a half back of Cleveland. Uh, again, had the big win last night, but also they're 7-2 their last nine. Oakland is 1-7 their last eight. Chicago's 3-1 head-to-head against Oakland this year. Uh, Giolito's 10-9, 5.21 ERA. He's trick-or-treat, basically. Hopefully we get the good Giolito tonight. Versus James Caprillion, who's 3-9 with a 4.79 ERA. Really going to bank on the bats of Chicago. We saw them uh, the bats come through yesterday, but they're hitting 261 versus just 216 for Oakland. And the White Sox in this spot, profitable. 36-32 on the road, 55-52 against righties, 47-40 as a favorite. In this spot for Oakland, a losing bet in all these uh, situations. 43 and 76 as a dog, 37 and 64 against righties, 22 and 46 at home. So I'm going to go White Sox here, guys. I think if you like the Dodgers, you probably like the White Sox. Very similar opener, very similar line movement. Give me the, the Southsiders here. I got Chicago at minus 157. Uh, next play for me, last play of the night. Let's go Atlanta Braves. I like the Braves in this spot, guys. Uh, this opened as kind of a pick and price, minus 105 both sides, minus 110 slightly uh, toward uh, toward Atlanta here. The Braves are now up to minus 115. Some shops look like they're creeping maybe a little higher up to minus 120. Uh, but Atlanta would match a interleague favorite, interleague line move. Um, you also have a favorite low total. Total on this one is 7. Looks like it's juiced up over 7, minus 115. Maybe it gets to 7.5. Uh, but non-division road favorites, 61%. Both had the day off, take the favorite. Matches with Atlanta, 66%. Favorite who made the playoffs opponent didn't, 64%. All matching there with the Braves. Uh, Charlie Morton on the bump, 7-5, 4.01 ERA for the Braves. He's given up two earned runs or less in three of his last four starts, so he's pitching well down the stretch. Robbie Ray, 12-8, 3.45 ERA. He's pitched well also. Uh, but Atlanta's won seven straight, but their motivation is still with Atlanta, guys. They're only a half game back of the Mets. And I was mentioning this in the Morning Bets um, podcast but uh, today, but Atlanta, they're only half game back of the Mets. Right now they're plus 185 at DraftKings to win that NL East. The Mets are minus 225. Half game back, and this team won the World Series, and the Mets are chokers, you know, historically. Maybe not this year, but I think Atlanta, plus 185. You got a half unit? You want to take a shot? I'll take the Braves, plus 185 to win that NL East. Uh, Atlanta, the other thing I like about tonight, Robbie Ray, even though he's pitched well, Atlanta mashes lefties. They're 31 and 13 against left-handed pitchers this year. They're 76 and 29 as a favorite. Uh, Seattle is just 30 and 36 as a dog. And really, the bats of Atlanta. Hopefully, they come to play tonight. They're hitting 250. Uh, two, is that a 254 or 259? I can't read my own chicken scratch writing here, but we'll, let's say 255. Split the difference versus 230 for Seattle. So I'm going to back Atlanta here, guys. I think it's a short number on a good team. Minus 115 Braves. So our six back in Major League Baseball. Can we get four of these or more? Give me a value but not sharp Philadelphia Phillies play, minus 205. Cleveland, minus 105. Arizona, plus 105. Dodgers, minus 155. White Sox, minus 157. And the Atlanta Braves, minus 115. Uh, There you have it, guys. First half of the pod here in the books. Now we're going to talk a lot of football, a little bit of UFC, NFL, college. There's two games for tonight with some uh, really good sharp you know, line freeze-ish type situations, really lopsided plays. Uh, I'll give you my other UFC bet for tomorrow. We'll update you on the NFL card, the college football card. But most of all, stay tuned for two fade the trendy dog opportunities for tomorrow in college. Heavily bet games where everybody's taking the dog, yet the line's moving to the favorite. This is my favorite systems. I'll share with you the two matches for tomorrow. When we return on episode 655 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, 
with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, approaching betting from a data-driven contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of Market Insights is brought to you by Yes on Prop 27 and DraftKings. Half the country already allows online sports betting for adults 21 years and older. It's time to let the California fans and bettors get in on the action. There's no good reason why your friends in New York, Chicago, Phoenix, Portland, and Boston can bet online, while Californians are still forced to deal with shady bookies and left out in the cold. Prop 27 ensures that California will finally catch up to the rest of the country. 
So make sure you vote yes on Prop 27 in the midterm elections this fall. All right, everyone, we are back at it. Episode 655 of the Market Insights Pod. The weekend is upon us. I'm feeling good on a Friday. Let's get after it, everybody. Uh, Again, couldn't get the Rams last night, even though we did beat the closing line. So uh, we read the market right, just the Rams didn't show up. We still had a winning night, 2-1 plus 0.43 units. Big win there by the Sun, 4.5 to 4, and a big win there uh, by the Southsiders, rolling 14 to 2. I guess we should have taken the, you know, the minus 10 in that game. But anyway, guys, we started the pod talking baseball. My six sweats tonight, Philly, Cleveland, Arizona, Dodgers, White Sox, and Atlanta. Now let's get to a couple big college football games for tonight. So we got some Friday night lights here, and I've noticed kind of some worthwhile betting on both sides here, uh, or both games, I should say, but on the side in particular. First one, Louisville, Central Florida. And you know I'm from New England when I say Louisville. It's, I guess it's Louisville, uh, but I say Louisville, Louisville. Uh, just kidding. But anyway, uh, I'm going to take Louisville and the points in this one, guys. What jumped out to me is a really contrarian opportunity with Louisville, a huge buy-low-sell-high opportunity with Louisville, and also kind of some sharp line freeze action here. So right off the bat, uh, Louisville um, is getting six right now. They opened pretty much getting six. They did get down to five and a half throughout the week. They're back up to six now at this point. Uh, again, always have those key numbers in the back of your head. You want to be on that six, not the five and a half. You lose by six. You want to push, not lose that bet. Uh, but to me, right off the bat, kind of line freeze. Uh, if you look at our percentages right now, only 21% of bets are on Louisville. 80, 80% pretty much of bets are on Central Florida tonight laying six. Now I get it. Uh, Louisville looked terrible in their opener against Syracuse. They lost 31 to seven. They were a five and a half point favorite and they lose outright. Ugh, gross. Imagine how mad people are if they had bet Louisville in that game. So you're kind of carrying over that recency bias against Louisville. Meanwhile, UCF rolled over a small school, South Carolina State, but they won 56-10, to uh, and they covered the 43.5 at home. So on the one hand, you have Louisville, who was a favorite and lost outright and had a terrible opener, versus Central Florida, who's at home laying a short number and just rolled by 46 over South Carolina State. So you add that up in a primetime game, Public says, give me Central Florida all night long. But again, guys, open UCF laying six. It's still at six. I think if, if you see this get to six and a half, then that'll be an indication of, okay, there's some late money coming in UCF. Uh, but I'm going to take Louisville here. You're the ultimate buy low after not playing well and not covering with Louisville. Sell high UCF playing well and covering. Uh, and then that line freeze action. But think of it this way too. This is a 7.30 primetime game on ESPN2. Big contrarian spot for Louisville. They're only getting, as I mentioned, 21% of bets. So, again, we have a contrarian angle. We have a buy low, sell high. We have everyone on Central Florida, yet the line really has not moved at all. It's pretty much stayed at six. Uh, the angle here to me also, if you want to look at X's and O's, Malik Cunningham, who's a good quarterback. He didn't play well against Syracuse in the opener. Uh, but he's a senior, kind of like Lamar Jackson light, basically. But he's going up against Plumley who is a senior but really hasn't had much action here. I think it's an advantage to Cunningham. But then also, if you dig into Central Florida stats, they're not very good against the run. Uh, and Malik Cunningham runs the ball quite a bit, like Lamar Jackson. So maybe Cunningham's running and the rushing attack of Louisville has that advantage over UCF and their porous rush defense. But add it all up, guys. we got a primetime game. Line really hasn't moved at all. Everybody and their mother is on the Knights here. Give me Louisville. I'm on Louisville plus six. Sharp contrarian line freeze here. Let's go, Cardinals. And then, very similar thing, guys. If you like Louisville, you probably like New Mexico. I'm going to take New Mexico plus 17 tonight. This is Boise State at New Mexico. This is a big Mountain West clash here. It's on CBS Sports Network. It's a 9 o'clock game tonight. Uh, But this is a line freeze, guys. Boise State opened lane 17, and they really have not moved off that 17. Now, I did see one book that opened, like, minus 15, but immediately got up to 17. But they were minus 17 pretty much all week long. 
And you're looking at the juice. At one point, I thought maybe it gets back down to 16.5. It actually did uh, a few days ago. But really, the line hasn't moved at all, even though a majority of bets here are taking the bigger name school, Boise State. Now, Boise State, uh, they lost to Oregon State 34-17. They're one-and-a-half point dog there. New Mexico, meanwhile, they crushed poor little Maine 41-0 as a six-point favorite. But New Mexico is only getting 28% of bets, and yet they opened 17. They're still getting 17. So I'm going to take this primetime dog, guys. Again, only getting a third of bets. Line really hasn't moved off of 17. You know, you may want to wait. Like, you could wait. Louisville and Central in uh, in New Mexico, but we could wait that out, see if we can get a hook, 17 and a half, six and a half. Um, but also, you don't want to kind of miss that key number of six, have it fall to five and a half. 17 is a key number two. That's two touchdowns and a field goal. Uh, but I'm going to make it easy on myself. I'm going I'm going both dogs tonight. Contrarian dogs, some line freeze action. Uh, public is all over the opponent. Also, when you're looking at college football, I really like conference dogs. So these are both Mountain West teams. So that kind of that built-in familiarity, that that kind of rivalry type aspect sometimes can be a benefit as well. So uh, I'm going New Mexico. Let's see if they can cover this number at plus 17. And I would mention too, watch, I'm not going to play it. It's going to cash. But the under here looks pretty sharp. It opened 46 and a half. It's down to 43 and a half. You might have some weather here, uh, about 5 to 10 mile an hour winds, even though it's going to be pretty hot there with New Mexico around 85 degrees. But definitely some under money is pouring in on that one. Uh, but two two dogs tonight, guys, two contrarian primetime dogs, Louisville plus 6, New Mexico plus 17. Let's see if we can get both of those. That would be nice. Uh, now to biting in the arena before we finalize our card for the NFL and college football weekend. Guys, we are holding already in pocket Melissa Martinez. Uh, this is a play that we bet few days ago she opened minus 150 she's up to minus 175 if i scroll back in my notebook and i give you the breakdown of why i took martinez uh it's mostly because at least reed her opponent is on short notice uh, martinez is a big kickboxer reed doesn't do well uh against uh kicking in the shins and also she's uh four years younger and she's seven and oh undefeated against or at least reed who's five and two but when we bet this guy's back when was that i think monday or tuesday i got a minus 165 now she's minus 175. Good good signal there that the money continues to go in uh, toward Martinez. So I already have Martinez in uh, in pocket here. Uh, my other addition, I have I, I had to add this one, guys. It just it's not the perfect play uh, because this fighter uh, he's got a youth advantage, but he's not taller and he doesn't have a longer reach. But this is about as sharp of a bet discrepancy as you're ever going to see. Uh, so I have to go with Ion or Eon Kutalaba. I feel like we bet Kutalaba, I don't know, months ago, and he cashed for us last time. But he's going up against Johnny Walker, and I'm going Kutalaba, guys. Number one, Kutalaba, uh, it's C-U-T-E-L-A-B-A. He opened minus 180. Now he's up to minus 220. So you've seen this line move in favor of Kutalaba. Now that's important because um, he is younger, 28 years old. Johnny Walker is 30 years old. Uh, but Kutalaba is 6'1". Johnny Walker is 6'5". So Walker is actually 4 inches taller. Uh, you have a reach of 82 inches for Walker, only 75 for Kutalaba. So Kutalaba's younger, but the longer reach and the in the height are with Johnny Walker. So normally, to me, if like you know lines going this way, but we don't have again younger, taller, longer reach line move, we want to check off as many of those boxes as we can. Sometimes it's like, hey, just lay off the game or lay off the bout here if they're not checking off all the boxes. But then I got an updated percentage breakdown from both BetMGM and DraftKings. And I got to go Kutalaba. Kutalaba's got the line move, as I mentioned, minus 180 to minus 200 or minus 220, depending on what book you're at. But at DraftKings, Kutalaba is getting 43% of bets, contrarian favorite, but 73% of the money. That's a big discrepancy in favor of Kutalaba. And even better at BetMGM. At BetMGM, Kutalaba is getting 16% of bets, 
That's unbelievable. You never see favorites getting such small action, 16%. I also noticed, too, that Chimeyev, uh, he's only getting, like, I think, like, 5% of bets or something, but he's, like, a minus 1,000 favorite, so it's different. Uh, but I got to go Kutalaba, guys. Again, I'm a little concerned about the height and the lack of reach advantage, but he's got a youth advantage. He's got a line move. And if I see a favorite with a line move only getting, you know, 40% of bets, 16% of bets, I got to bet against that trendy dog. So I'm going Kutalaba, guys. I added him. I got him at minus 210. So my two sweats for the weekend, Martinez got her minus 165, and Kutalaba, I got him at minus 110. Now to finalize our card for the weekend here, both NFL and college, a couple updates. I'm still looking at my New England Patriots. I got him plus three and a half. I bet him the other day, uh, but that does look like the plus three and a half New England is juiced up in their favor. Like it may get down to three. So if you like the Pats, probably want to grab the points now before that hook leaves you. Divisional dogs, 73% since 2016. Uh, still liking Pittsburgh. Got them six and a half. And you may want to get them sooner rather than later too, because I am seeing one or two books uh, juiced up Pitt plus six and a half at minus 115. And one book's actually down to six. So that's notable uh, to me. And again, road vision dog, but also Mike Tomlin. Uh, 19-6 ATS as a dog uh, in the division in his career. I think he's like 64% against the spread, so still on uh, Pittsburgh there. Now, the one that didn't go in our favor, Detroit, kind of kicking myself a bit. I took him plus four. Uh, again, sometimes you bet games earlier in the week, guys. They, the line moves in your favor. Sometimes it doesn't. But with Detroit, I'm a little annoyed. The line just went up to Philly minus four and a half. So if you haven't bet Detroit yet, now you can get the hook four and a half. I'm just going to stick with my four. I'm not going to double bet it and, you know, maybe go uh, turn one loss into two. Uh, but that is notable because if you like Philly, there was some movement bringing them up to four and a half. Uh, I, anytime you see a four and a half, though, guys, teaser, you know, always comes to mind here. You could take Detroit four and a half to ten and a half, go through seven, go through ten. So I'm on a bad Detroit plus four. Uh, it surprised me that this thing got up to four and a half. Uh, still sharp with Houston. Um, it's unbelievable here. If you got the stones to bet them, they're down to plus seven. I would wait and see if you can get a seven and a half, but they opened getting eight against Indy. Everybody's on Indy yet. That line has fallen. I uh, did see a little movement toward Jacksonville. Uh, you know, if you got the stones to bet the Jags, but they opened getting like four, they're down to two and a half. You're off that key number now. Um, but that line is moving to the Jags. Uh, other one I already have in pocket Vegas, have them three and a half. You can pretty much find that three and a half across the board. Took the hook on that one. That's another divisional dog angle. Short road dog, six or less, 61% over the last couple of years. Uh, Minnesota Vikings are still really sharp. They opened getting two. Now they're down to one and a half. I'm even seeing some books get down to one. So almost thinking like maybe a, um, you know, so here's what I think. If it's a one and a half, I take the one and a half. You lose by one, you're able to cover the number. But if you're down to one, I'd maybe go money line there if you like Minnesota. Again, one and a half, you could tease them up to seven and a half too. So that's something to keep an eye out for. Uh, Dallas would be a contrarian opportunity uh, in a primetime game against Tampa Bay. I am looking at Dallas here, and it does kind of look like the under is pretty sharp. It's 52 down to 50 and a half. Maybe you get a lower scoring game in that one. Uh, but really my favorite ones, New England, Pittsburgh, Vegas, um, those are my top three. So I'll be sweating those this weekend. Uh, and I'll also mention real quick, I got some more information about what I'm going to be doing uh, every Sunday. So I mentioned that I will be going into the DraftKings studio to be a part of the sweat show. So I'm really excited about this. Uh, but we do have a, a rundown that the production meeting just sent us. And I'm excited for the sweat, the new show here that I'll be a part of with a bunch of really sharp people. Uh, and I'll be there uh, this Sunday uh, starting, I got to get there at 830, but uh, I think we're going to start filming at around 11 and stay tuned. I think it's going to be on the DraftKings Twitter, uh, you know, the website, everything you need, uh, as well as every DraftKings sportsbook. It'll be live. 
but I know people have been asking. I'll try to get, to get you guys a feed, but I'm really excited to make my debut in the Boston DraftKings studio. I've been there a few times. I guess they think I'm okay because they invited me to do this. So really pumped to uh, do week one of a, a full uh, NFL season starting off this Sunday at DraftKings, so stay tuned for that. Uh, now to college football. I uh, told you I'm going to sweat the dogs here for tonight, um, but a quick update on just some games that we've talked about. Uh, a couple from yesterday uh, that we had mentioned, a ridiculous discrepancy in favor of Stanford. I got Stanford plus 8.5. They're at home against USC. Everyone and their mother is on USC getting like 80% of bets, but like 80% of money is on Stanford. So, the, again, this is right up my alley. Give me the plus 8.5 Stanford. I have that in pocket. Georgia State, keep an eye out for them. That's another sharp play if you can find a hook 7.5 against UNC. They open getting 9.5. That's another big discrepancy. If you don't want to take Texas plus 21, I don't blame you, but I'd hold out if the 21 pops. That's just a most heavily bet game and only like 10% of bets on Texas. So that's one you can still monitor. But the two that I really wanted to share with you guys today that really caught my eye, uh, they are my favorite system matches in college football. Fade the trendy dogs. You may have heard me say this before, but what does that mean? It means that typically we like to bet dogs because they're gross, they're disgusting, they're undervalued, they're super contrarian mostly. Public wants nothing to do with them. But when the public gets big or gets down hard um, on a dog, that kind of allows you as a contrarian better to kind of go the other way and take the favorite. It's kind of rare. It doesn't happen very often. Remember, public is predispositioned to wanting to bet favorites, bet the better team who's you know supposed to win, supposed to cover. It doesn't always happen that way. Uh, but when they get down on a dog in a lopsided fashion, to me, it's an auto bet to go the other way, take the favorite. So two fade the trendy dogs plays that I noticed that I will be sweating. Number one is Iowa. Iowa is at home against Iowa State. And this line actually opened Iowa uh, around a three-point favorite. Some books are up to three and a half. And this three and a half is juiced up like it may go to four with Iowa. Now you're like, okay, Iowa's a good team at home. They're laying three and a half. Why is that important? Uh, Because Iowa, across the market, is only getting 32% of bets. So you have almost 70% of bets taking the points with Iowa State, yet the line isn't falling down to two and a half or two. It's continuing to move further toward Iowa. So this is a fade the trendy dog play for me. Also recency bias. You know, uh, Iowa State's coming off a 42-10 win over Southeast Missouri State. Uh, ironically, they didn't cover the 33.5 there. Look how good the odds makers are setting that number. You win by, what, 32. So they have a blowout win that they just won. Meanwhile, Iowa, they kind of let a lot of betters down. They played South Dakota State. They only won 7-3. to I had to double-check this. I was like, is this a baseball score? But it's true. They won 7-3. to They were a 10.5-point favorite there. You win by 4, you don't cover the number. So I think... Iowa, because of that kind of low score against, uh, you know, uh, you know, South Dakota State, not the biggest school of all time, that kind of has a lot of people saying, hey, if they can't even cover against South Dakota State, how are they going to cover against Iowa State? But again, recency bias, not overreacting, really trying to take advantage of overreactions. To me, the play is Iowa, guys. Public all over Iowa State. Iowa coming off not a great win there against South Dakota State. Um, to me, this is a play here to bet Iowa. Now I'm not going to lay the three and a half. I'm going money line here. So shop around. I got Iowa at minus 175. Win the damn game, Hawkeyes. Again, everyone on Cyclones line going to Iowa. Give me the money line on Iowa. I'm on the Hawkeyes at minus 175. Then the other play of the night. I love this one. This is a 10-15 late game here on Saturday night. Give me BYU, baby. Let's go Cougars. Baylor is at BYU. And across the market, uh, everyone's taking Baylor. Every, Baylor is getting uh, around 70% of bets here. Yet, BYU open laying three, and they've stayed three. 
I've even seen some books open BYU laying two and a half. Now they're up to three, and a lot of these threes are juiced up like they may go to minus three and a half. So just in the same regard that everyone's on Iowa State, yet the line's going to Iowa, everybody's on Baylor, yet this line's going to BYU. Uh, Baylor's the number nine team in the country. BYU is the number 21 in the country. So it's like, why is the 21 team favored over the nine team? Shouldn't it be the other way? Shouldn't it be the number nine ranked team favored over the 21? But public is just saying, you're giving me the higher ranked Baylor team getting points. Boom. No thought, no questions asked, run to the book, take those points with Baylor. But no, 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 no. I'm going the other way. Public's all over Baylor yet lines going to BYU. Give me BYU in this one, guys. They're only getting 34% of bets, but 48% of money. Uh, at DraftKings, so good low bets, higher dollar bet split. Again, contrarian favorite play. And if everyone's on Baylor, why isn't this down to two? It's going the other way toward BYU. And that's going to be a primetime game. Everyone on Baylor, 10-15. I think that stadium's going to be going nuts here. And by the way, BYU, the elevation when you're in Utah, that can be tough for opponents, similar to how going into um, to Denver uh, at mile high can be tough as well. So give me BYU, give me Iowa. I'm on BYU minus 150 money line. I'm on Iowa minus 175 money line. My two favorite fade the Trinity dog plays for this weekend. Uh, but that about does it, guys. Another week here in the books, another pod in the books, and the weekend is right in front of us. So I'm really excited uh, to hopefully have a good night tonight. Hopefully have a good weekend this weekend. Can't wait for NFL week one to be officially here. Uh, and again, lost the Rams, but beat the closing line. So again, there's at least something to take away from that. Uh, but anyway, guys, if you enjoy the Market Insights pod, if it's helped you cash some bets, if you've you know kind of become a, a sharper better, you feel like you're uh, you know not only winning a little bit more, but also you know beating some closing lines, you're reading the market correctly, you're taking more of a contrarian angle, you're taking advantage of some contrarian opportunities and inflated or deflated lines. Maybe you're flat betting now instead of parlaying everything. Whatever it may be, if the pod has helped you in any way. Or you just think I'm an okay guy and you want to make me happy and make me make my day going into the weekend, then there's one thing I ask of you. Buy my book. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It's got everything I've learned in the industry, guys. How lines are set. How and why they move. How to read line movement. How to locate sharp action. How to place a bet in person or online. How to shop for the best line. All included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So grab one for you or for a friend or someone who's going to be in a newly legalized state here soon uh, and hopefully it'll help you uh you know with some tips some strategies some uh, some common mistakes to avoid but if you already bought it thank you and if you're going to buy it i really appreciate it thank you again but with that being said whether i see you at the borgata in atlantic city twin river in rhode island the brook in new hampshire foxwoods or mohegan sun down in newly legalized connecticut before you know it i'll bump into you at the encore in boston uh or break and handle records every day in the great state of new york with their massive mobile market hopefully Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully California becomes the new uh, behemoth when it comes to betting. Make sure you vote. I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, Independent, you hate politics. I don't blame you for any one of those things. Uh, but I would say, I don't care your affiliation. You better vote yes on Prop 27. Let's get Cali to go legal. Uh, or out in, out in the desert uh, where I go a few times a year and I'm, I'm due for another trip here soon. But I could bump into you at the South Point where you did get a nice hot dog last night with Darusha's White Sox. Uh, with the, where the lowest shoes possible is found, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, or also one of my favorite sports books in the world, one of my favorite places in the world, not just betting, but Circa, one of the coolest, just most awesome places to sweat a game, whether your feet are in the pool at Stadium Swim or you're sipping a pina colada or getting a victory burger in front of the big screen. Uh, you got to get to Circa with Stormy and the crew, and then also uh, Mandalay Bay, the Superbook, wherever it may be. Don't show me that that Rams two and a half. They didn't they didn't come to play for us, even though we did beat the closing line consolation there. But show me a White Sox ticket rolling fourteen to two. But really, show me that Connecticut Sun ticket. Do or die. 
Your season's on the line, plus four and a half down to plus four, a sharp reverse line move that came through for the wise guys. The sun, baby, let's go. But that about does it, everyone. My parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But remember, we're playing a long game, and if we can consistently find that sweet spot against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, and get some closing line value, if we can do that, we're going to be okay long-term, guys. So have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy the official, the first official weekend of NFL. Hopefully we can uh, cash some of the bets that we talked about. And uh, I'm excited to see you guys on the DraftKings uh, show. Stay tuned for more information. But uh, that will be 11 to 12 stream live pretty much everywhere uh, from the DraftKings studio. And I'll be making my debut, which I'm really excited about. So enjoy the day. Enjoy the weekend. As always, don't forget to tip your ticket writer. And uh, next time we beat the closing line, we're also going to get a win in the NFL. Uh, but either way, guys, decent night last night, decent week overall. Let's see if we can keep grinding. Have a great weekend. Good luck, and uh, enjoy the sweats. Good luck, everybody. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.